Good evening, Matt. This is episode 60. How are you doing? I am doing well as always. How about yourself? I'm enjoying the summer that's starting to heat up. Yesterday was pretty crazy. So I think it went as high as um, 39 degrees centigrade. So it's uh, two for our American friends, 102. Yeah. That was the temperature. And then I think with like Humidex and everything, I think it went crazy as high as um, 47. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> How do yeah. you survive I that? I don't think it ever reached that. I think maybe they just overestimated. But yeah, there was like extreme heat warning. Yeah, it's, it's feeling very different now. <laughs> <laughs> We've got uh, snow capping some of our mountains. Oh, wow. <laughs> about 40 minutes away from where I stay. So it's the opposite. And I'm sitting in a in my office, which has all the windows open because it was recently painted. It was actually painted this morning. And we're trying to air the room out, but there's this like icy wind coming in through the windows. So I'm feeling very cold at the moment <laughs> and a little bit sorry for myself. I just want to bring up one thing with this positive weather well it's great for canada because we see a lot of uh, cold weather what i've been doing is i've been um, working out a ton so today is a thursday or this week i've already worked out four times trying to keep a consistent schedule i am also on a diet to try to cut fat so i've been um, doing these meal preps with um just a lot of chicken breast, really. <laughs> I think that's the... Uh, chicken bread, rice, and vegetables? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically <laughs> everything, yeah. Not adding any oil or sugar, just steaming vegetables or putting it into the oven. So bringing my pack lunches everywhere when I head to the office. Yeah, so it's um, trying to get into that rhythm, right? Like that's just to have a change of season, a change of my body type as well, just to experiment. And hoping that it will, that discipline will also bleed over to my work as we give our updates. How good are you at holding that discipline? Like if you're walking down the street and you suddenly get a whiff of the restaurant across the road and your taste buds start running away with themselves. Have you cheated or is it uh, something that you're pretty strict about? Yeah, so I tell my friends that my policy is that well, number one, my personality, I have zero self-control. So Same. the way how I control this is to not have those things at home. So I designed the environment so that I would not be creating these um, bad outcomes. That's why meal prep is important to me. That's why going to the gym and I don't think about programs. I don't think about how many reps. I just go in and... So the only thing I need to do is to open my app and figure out the time that class, that particular class with the instructor is available. And then I just book that and then I just go walk in. And those are the only decisions that I have to make. So we try to eliminate the number of decision points for myself. With the meal, it's just looking up on the internet, figuring out what meals I will have for the next five, five days and then just go to the supermarket and buying the raw ingredients and then cooking them all at once right yeah it's tough 
for that two to three hours because there's a lot of chicken breast to be <laughs> to, to be grilled, right? Uh, yeah. But it's a one-time cost you pay, right? You have to just hold that discipline for one time for the two to three hours of cooking time. And then you're done for pretty much the week, right? And then I just take it out of the box and then just microwave it. That's it. Uh, it's definitely the hardest part for me. Not so much the cooking, which yes, that is hard and I don't like it and I hate cooking. But the diet change of a fitness regimen is just extremely difficult for me to be consistent at. And I've done it for, I think the longest I went was for about two, three months. I did the paleo diet for a month and a half and like saw incredible results. But I just like food, like generally junk food, which I know is extremely bad for me. I like it too much. And my body just can't hold itself back after like a month of eating just meat and vegetables. You've got to go get some nice starches or, you know, sugary drinks and stuff. And I've not been able to be consistent on the diet side. The going to gym thing, I can do that pretty consistently in the summertime. I've in the past consistently just gone for a daily jog around the block. And I find that that's not a difficult thing to get myself to do. But the eating, oh my gosh, that's the worst for me. Yeah, so let's let's see. I don't know, like, <laughs> don't know how long this is going to hold up. I mean, this is not supposed to be, you know, forever as well. I'm just following this 28-day plan. I'm not obese or anything like that. But I just want to see, you know, how the body transforms, how different habits with, you know, drinking water and sleeping schedule and, you know, diets all kind of hold together. In a sense, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to have like certain areas of my life planned ahead so that when I deal with the business, which comes with a lot more variables than what to eat so that I can handle that part, right? So I'm exerting my mental energy on the business rather than, you know, trying to figure out what to eat, what's the macro nutrients and all this stuff, right? Just like remove all of that from my life, pre-plan it, do the same thing over and over again until I either get sick of it or, you know, experiments run this course and then I'll try to do something else. Yeah, makes sense. Take as many decisions away as possible. Leads to less stress, less fatigue. I can definitely see that. We um, didn't have an episode last week because it was a national holiday for you. So this week, do we have any exciting updates on your deal? (laughs) We do, of course things move fast yeah so apologies for missing last week (laughs) it was a holiday and we went away for the weekend and it was great and then we decided to record on sunday then got back on sunday and was father's day and my niece's birthday so ended up being a bit of a pain but the big news is for this week the deal for wp discussion board closed and it's sold it's no longer in my hands which is uh really in some ways bittersweet news but i'm overall very happy that it's gone to a really good new owner somebody who will care for it and grow it beyond what i can at the moment and yeah it's closed so escrow's done money's in my bank account and i'm staying on for two months to help answer any questions that they have and outside of that, yeah, I've got no more commitment to it. It's exciting. And like the reason why I say it's bittersweet is because 
I'm happy on the one hand that it turned out to be a worthwhile investment. I made money on this. I bought it, I grew it, and I sold it. And that was one of the goals in the beginning of this. And the return was great. And then like, it was a return that I could say, hey, it's something that I could repeat in the future and I could do this again. And if I could, you know, get the same return on my next deal, I'd be like really, really happy about it. But on the flip side, my goal initially when I got into this two years ago, when I did Ryan Culp's microacquisitions course, and I learned about Andrew Wilkinson and what he's doing with Tiny Capital, my goal was A, take WP Discussion Board as a testing ground for this to become a career change for me, this to be something that I could do full time. And I didn't achieve that. I wasn't able to go full time. Not that WP Discussion Board, you know, it could have been that thing potentially, but I learned a whole lot over the course of the past two years that made me realize that this is probably not going to be the career change that I thought it was going to be, specifically at this point in time. And that for me is, I think it was a tough pull to swallow. In a way, it feels like a little bit of a failure. Like I came out of this not achieving that goal. So even though it was financially successful, like emotionally, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit like this was supposed to be more. This was supposed to be something that would get me out of full-time coding contract that I'm currently doing. I didn't want to write code anymore. I wanted to, you know, buy and grow businesses full-time. And I don't think I'm any closer to that goal than I was when I started, but I have learned a lot. I've maybe convinced myself that maybe this is not something that is a good path for me going forward and I need to consider other options. Maybe I can still get back into it, but I'm just feeling, I don't it's hard to explain. It's not like mm. a feeling of euphoria, like, hey, let's move on to the next deal and, and, and make this happen again. Yeah. So how long had you had WP Discussion Board in total? I think it's two years. Two, like when I closed on it, I believe it's two years exactly from when I bought it. So 24 right. months, almost to the day. Yeah, it was just after my birthday. My birthday is on the 2nd of June that I took over from the original owner and so when it got sold to the new owner. So 24 months and... It honestly felt like it went a lot quicker than that. feels like I didn't have that long. And the business grew and the business made me money and it was making me monthly money. And we've spoken about on the podcast, it made $2,200 in April from when I took over, it was making $700 between 500 and 700. So the business really grew. It had strong growth and it's still growing. At what point you figured that this is not for you in that two year journey? When I realized that I'm not getting closer to my goal of going full time on this and I'm still splitting time and responsibilities getting in the way of the business, I think that was a big thing. It was like, there's so much responsibility that I have in my life that I have to take very seriously. Having three kids is not something that I would ever take lightly. And that parenting gets in the way. It's just like a fact of it is what it is. I don't have as much time as I was when I was you know, single or newly married without kids. 
there's a lot of responsibility that I have on my shoulders and there's bills and there's financial responsibilities. And I realized that on a good week, I could carve out like four hours to work on this. And I needed way more to get it to the point where I wanted to get it to. I needed to at, you know, at least 20, 30 hours. And maybe I could have found those hours, but again, and we've spoken about this before on the podcast, like I was feeling mentally burnt out. I had too many things on at the same time. The end of last year, I was on seven different contract projects at once and then trying to juggle WP discussion board and growing that and then family life and responsibilities. And I don't know what the answer is. And that's just so why I'm, I'm still feeling a little bit despondent about the whole thing. I, I still want to do it. Like I still want this to be my full-time thing. But I don't know if it's possible, given the current state of where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And is it the business part or is it the software part? Like if you've owned something that's not software related, would that help? Well, I mean, and this is something interesting that I don't know if we've raised on the podcast before, but this is my second exit from a business. So I previously had a business that was a brick and mortar business and it, I had a shop It was about 30 to 40 Ks from where I, I live. And I bought that. I also bought it and I sold it for a profit as well. And that was like so outside the realm of software. That's not even funny. It's like complete opposite of software, that business that I ran. And it was a lot harder to run that business than it was to run WP Discussion Board. Software is my bread and butter, but I do feel a lot of software fatigue at the moment. Like I feel like I can't spend more than eight hours. And even that's a stretch behind a computer screen every day. Like I get just tired from it when I was younger and I was learning, teaching myself to program and I was making games. I would sit behind the computer for like 14 hours straight and still be wanting to go longer, but I had to force myself to go to bed. And I remember those nights. But now I'm like after, after once it's like six, seven hours, the last thing I want to do is look at another screen. So I don't know if it's age. I don't know if it's just the times that we're living in where they're a lot more stressful and there's a lot more like stuff has been thrown at us at like lightning pace and we're making far more decisions than we ever used to. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if like 20 year olds today feel like I did when I was 20. Maybe it's just that I'm just turned 36 and I need to start, I don't know, figuring something else out. But this is also why I'm feeling despondent. It's like, there's so many unanswered questions. I don't know what my next move is. Like we've spoken a little bit over the past couple of months as I was going through this exit hey, there's another opportunity for a piece of software that I've got. There's some, an opportunity on the content side, maybe a content business. But like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what I want to do. I don't know what's the right move. I don't know. Like, I don't want to commit to something where it's going to be a huge time effort. But then am I going to be able to grow? Should I be even committing to something at this point? Maybe I need to take a break. I, it's just a lot of unanswered questions. That said, like, even though there's these unanswered questions, I did learn a ton over the last 24 months about business, about running a software business, about customers, about the nature of the business that I owned. And it was a good experience. Like I wouldn't, if I if you had to take me back 24 months from today and say, would you do it again? Knowing what you know now, I'd say, absolutely, I'll do it again. 
And I was lucky it worked financially. It worked out. You know, I did grow the business and I did the right things. And I feel like I know how to grow a business like that. I know some of the key ingredients, but the scale of the business that it was didn't let me do it full time at this point. If I left it longer, potentially it could have, but it's again, I don't know if I would have had the time to take it to that next level. And that's why I'm excited about the new owner because he's got a team. And I think he really could do that, like kind of fulfill the plugins full potential and take mm. it to the point where it becomes a big plugin in the WordPress ecosystem. Mm. Well, I think in overall, it still sounds very positive. I mean, you got good financial outcome, took very little time, right? From the supporting tasks that you had to do, well, it was a pretty pleasant experience. And my question is, what's next for you? So now you have all this money in your bank. <laughs> have you spent it <laughs> <laughs> would be nice <laughs> what's the next well initially next three weeks i'm going on holiday <laughs> which is gonna be at least a, a break give myself some rest but what's next like business wise project wise like i wish i knew the honest answer to that is i wish i knew and i've got a very bad tendency of shiny object syndrome where I jump from project to project trying to figure things out and I get sick of something very quickly. So I'm going to be quite intentional about not doing that. And like the thing that I pick is the thing that I work on. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know even if I need a next thing at this point, like maybe I need a break. Maybe I need like six months off till the end of the year. Well, the good thing is you have, right? You will go on vacation and you have a lot of time to contemplate about that think about that yeah exactly yeah so so i'll do a lot of thinking and brainstorming and figuring out like what's realistic because i was very optimistic when i set out on this 24 months ago and you know i had grand plans that i would have you know you don't think about time you just think about all the opportunities i bought this plugin i'm like man there is like limitless opportunities this, 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 and this, and this. And then you actually get into it and it's real. You realize, oh my gosh, like, yes, there's these opportunities, but somebody, you actually have to spend your time building out those opportunities and creating them and seeking them. And I didn't have the time to do it. So I think this is still pretty fresh in your head and it's pretty important to get this perspective, but perhaps after your vacation, mm. after you have some downtime to step back to think about the entire journey over the two years, over how you initially were looking for these deals and then you ended up on this one and then you acquired it, perhaps you would have a, a different perspective and different pieces of insight that you can share and now, figure out uh, what to do next. Absolutely. And it was the same with that brick and mortar business. I remember of like the week of selling it, feeling like I'll never ever in my life do this again. And it took about six months to kind of recover from that. And then like, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit kicks in and you're like, where's the next deal? I'm looking, I'm, <laughs> you know, come at me now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think I, I need the rest and I need to, I need some thinking time. I need some me time. I need, need to go to my favorite part of the world, the Kruger park and uh, go look for animals and take photos and make videos and <laughs> do some creative work. Just 
for the fun of it and not for any other motive. And that should reset me. That's part of the process. I feel a lot older than I actually am, but there's definitely like, I feel this time pressure. I'm like, my gosh, dude, you need to make something happen. You're getting old. <laughs> your, your window of opportunity is getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> and I know that's not necessarily the case, but I definitely feel a little bit of that at the back of my mind. Everybody feels like that from time to time, right? With social media, seeing even with your exit, you know, when you look at other people where, Perhaps they didn't even buy the thing, they started the thing, and then it grew to you know a certain revenue um, or a certain number of followers, right? There are games that we our brains play with us. When we look at others, we can feel very inadequate. But I'm really excited about what uh, you did. Financially, it was successful. Perhaps right now, there's a sense of grief right because what you had something and then now that thing is no longer yeah. in your possession i think it happens right whether you're selling a house or selling a car or selling something that it used to belong to you there's always that kind of emptiness yeah absolutely that's definitely there i know that i'll bounce back and i will come back stronger and i will feel inspired again at some point <laughs> It's interesting to me because it's like, these are the things that you don't think about when you go into this. Like, I never would have imagined the path that this took in the beginning when I took over. Like, I never imagined the lessons that I would have learned and the, the things I had got into over the past two years. And it's been like net-net, it's been a positive experience. I just wish I could have figured more out during the process and figure out a way to make this be something that I could be doing without any side distractions. Mm -hmm. Cool. On my side, I haven't been able to have a lot of motivation. I don't know what the reasoning is. I've been just doing small tasks here and there. And I think part of the whole kind of changing the diet, focusing on my physical health is part of that. I'm trying to kind of kick my body and kick my mind into a higher gear so for the next week i've been looking at how to this has been a long overdue process part of the exercise for me is to experiment with the pricing and the app has never been able to have a different pricing plan since i acquired it so i'm looking to change that up and um, hoping to introduce a trial period to create more touch points so that I can talk to uh, new signups and um, change up that workflow a little bit by hopefully introducing an upfront credit card so that people would have to sign up with a credit card and then they'll go through a trial, like a typical seven-day trial, and see how that impacts the conversion rate. Yeah, I think that's uh, something that could net you positive results. Yeah, so something that hopefully I can see some results. Yeah, so that's pretty much my update for SurveyBot and everything else. And if there's nothing else, we'll, we'll send you off to your vacation. And Yeah, I won't <laughs> be around for three weeks. 
<laughs> I'm going to miss three recordings. Yeah. But yeah, like I say, that's intentional and being out in my favorite part of the world, I'm going to relax and enjoy it. So yeah, see everybody in three episodes time. Do you want to give us a little sign off? Yep. Show notes can be found on buygrowrepeat.com. I am Johnny Tong on Twitter and Matt is Matt Jerry on Twitter. This episode is edited by Rory Yonkerkow. You can find his Instagram at Radio Rory. See you all. Well, I will see you next week and Matt, see you in three episodes. Bye now.